0: Hello everyone, welcome to Push Through for Your Breakthrough. I'm Sharon Francis and it's great to have you back for the second part of Push, Jump, Fly. I'd like to take a minute to thank everybody who um, sent uh, uh, amazing messages and uh, gave some amazing feedback for my first podcast last week um, which can still be, you can still listen to that, it's still here on, on my page and I do also Post a written version of these podcasts on my blog page which is um s h a y a m a dot wordpress dot com I will try and post a link on here as well to that so if you fancied going in and, and reading um and recapping and reading that instead of listening um it gives you a bit of a choice really you can do that if that's possible but I, yeah thank you very much I really do appreciate the time you you took to send the messages and the time you took to listen and to check out my blog page as well okay so last week um I spoke about what push meant for me and now I want to speak about what jump means for me so get cozy snuggle up chill out and let's jump in I was speaking to a friend a few weeks ago and I told her that I felt like I was on the verge of something. I wasn't sure what it was but I felt excited about it and my friend said jump. My first response my first response was jump where? You see my friend Minnie right she's done a bungee jump and she wants to jump out of a plane next and I'm not into all of that I'm not even gonna lie you'd have to do me like they did Mr T and knock me clean out before you even got me on the plane. You see it was since I had a really I had a really traumatising experience riding the apocalypse at Drayton Manor and now I'm just not into heights or jumping from stuff at all no thank you. So yeah, I had to question it. I was like jump, jump where? <laughs> but as I thought about this crazy activity, I realised that Minnie faced her fears, she pushed her mind into a zone where her fear wasn't going to stop her from jumping and living her dreams. You see, jumping wasn't something I really did at all. I was an overthinking introvert with anxiety and trust issues. (laughs) And my overthinking became procrastination and that led to frustration and that led to depression because I wasn't being who I was created to be. Jumping out of my comfort zone was really, really scary. I would like to cover four points that that came to me. Um, as I thought about all of this, and the the, the first one was overthinking. See, so I was thinking about what was why am I so scared? And the first point that came up was overthinking. You see, overthinking stopped me from doing so much. I used to flip things upside down, sideways, back to front, and inside out before I made a decision about anything. I lived in a sea of what ifs and maybes. And worst case scenarios, my mind would not let me jump anywhere. I started to think and ask myself questions like, but what if I did? What if I jumped and I ended up being OK? These questions had never, ever crossed my mind before. And I only got as far as jump. Uh, nah. The end. That was it. Not going any further with that one. Just no thank you. But something was changing. You see, before this, I spoke about push. And as I was pushed into my healing, I was changing. My mind was changing. And things were beginning to look so, so different. I'm currently reading a book by a man called Jan Hadley. And it's called Decisions That Determine Your Destiny. And in his introduction, he says, Indecisiveness is not an option for someone waiting to fulfil his or her destiny because even hesitancy has its own consequences. To hesitate has its own consequences. That is so true because my hesitation became procrastination and I talked myself out of jumping. I scared myself. And that brings me to my next point which was why was i scared what made what made me scared to jump why didn't i want to jump fear <laughs> fear stopped me from jumping but what was i scared of whether it was an irrational fear or or whether it was or not i i was scared the funny thing is i wasn't even really scared of the journey I was scared of what was at the end. Was it failure? One of my biggest fears was failing, being let down, messing up and having to start all over again. I didn't even realise that I was already failing. I was failing to try and I was failing to move forwards. And by sitting in my comfort zone, I was limiting myself, but I was also limiting God. I don't know why I was so scared of jumping, because I jumped into the wrong relationships, they'd failed and I was doing okay. Bear with me here please. (laughs) You see the fear in me came from my past experiences of jumping into the wrong things at the wrong times with the wrong people. I was comparing something positive that I had never done before with something negative that I had experienced a couple of times. But I was thinking that what if I jumped at the right time with the right people, I would see a completely different outcome. You see, as I was looking down and seeing all the possibilities, I was being held back by fear of my past. I had to cut that cord first and then I could move forwards. I was listening to a podcast by uh, Jay Shetty. I think that's his name. And he was speaking about ways to get comfortable doing the uncomfortable and growing through it. He speaks about the fear of being judged by others and the fear of others' opinions of us. And that can stop us from moving forwards. You see, the fear of the unknown, the fear of other people's perception of me, and I used to seek the approval of others, and that had me stuck in the same place for years. So (laughs) I discovered that there was a fear of failing, a fear of being uncomfortable, a fear of ending up in the wrong place, and the fear of others' opinions of me. Something Pastor John Collier from Gateway Christian Centre said a while ago, um, he said that uh, once we get to know who we are in Christ, we start becoming offended by what other people think about us. That's so true because I, I believe that who we know we are holds more power than who others think we are. You see, my inability to jump came from taking on board other people's um, views views of me. And I was believing that I could not be or do or accomplish the task set before me. So now I'm standing on the edge on my tiptoes, looking and seeing all the possibilities. And I'm thinking more positively about all of these dreams, goals, and even thinking um, about my future in 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 a more positive light as well. But then that brought me to point three. How do I prepare myself to jump? Surround yourself with jumpers. Check your circle. I had to see who's around me. Um, Am I around the right people? Am I around people who are speaking positively about jumping? Has anyone around me jumped? Is anybody ready to jump? Or are they encouraging me to jump? You see, when you jump out of a plane, you may have people close to you who, even though they would never, ever skydive, They'll be waiting for you, cheering for you on the ground. And this is where I've been for years. My feet have been firmly planted on the ground in my comfort zone. You have those who will even get out, well, get into the plane, sorry, and jump with you. Figure out who you're surrounded by and try to surround yourself with those who have jumped before. What were their fears and how did they overcome them? ask questions, listen to their stories, what are they jumping for, what was their driving force and trust me these people will get you so pumped because some may have done this multiple times and they still get excited about it all and that's exactly what you need. You see when you jump out of a plane for the first time you are on your own, you can have two instructors instructors holding onto you and you can deploy your own chute or you can do a tandem jump and somebody else can um, pull the cord and release your parachute for you. Someone else sorts out your landing point and somebody else sorts out all the equipment you need. You get trained before you even step out, or on, well, step onto the plane and your trainer will know how to speak to you to calm your nerves. You see, they speak to you on the way up as you jump and all the way down. <laughs> You can even go into one of those indoor wind tunnel things and you can learn how to position yourself when you jump. But eventually you will be ready. You see, my friend told me to jump, but she didn't let me go it alone. She told me what it felt felt like when she did, when she jumped herself. In all honesty, when she told me to jump, I did trust her. Just that one word went round and round in my mind for days and um the unknown suddenly became exciting for me. You see, I wasn't jumping without God though, not at all. You see, he was pulling the cord, he was my parachute and my guide and he knew where I needed to land. He knew what it took to get to that destination and all I had to do was hold on, remember my training, listen to his voice, trust him and allow him to lead me. Whether it's seen as failure or success, you will learn some valuable things about those around you. And you'll also learn a whole lot about yourself as well. You see, this brought me to point um, four. And um, that is, what are you passionate about? We all have something we love to do. And I believe that our um, passion can help guide us into our purpose, our hobbies, our gifts, our talents. They're all placed within us for us to use them. You see, our love for that thing that gets gets us up in the morning and keeps us going, that one thing that brings us joy. Use this as a driving force and as a catalyst, a motivation for you to jump. Many jump out of a plane to raise money for a charity that has become quite personal to them and although they would never ever have done this before that one thing or that one person that is close to their heart pushes them into making this jump their love overcame their fear in 1 John 4 and um, verse 18 it says that there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear I had to learn to love myself and not just the on the surface type of love like loving my outer appearance but I had to go to God and ask him what he loved about me I wanted to see myself from a real perspective and the person I had in my mind already was a distorted view of myself made up of other people's opinions of me And I couldn't trust this, so I went to my main source. Once I found that love, I began to love myself in this way. I was able to trust myself because I'd gone through my push season and I wasn't about to jump back into the beginning of that season. Oh no, once I'd figured out as best I could why I had made or why I hadn't made certain decisions for myself be it insecurities, lack of self-esteem, low confidence, fear of not being accepted for myself or just really deep trust issues. Once I worked through all of those I know that I knew then that when I jumped there wasn't going to be any holes in my parachute. You see if you have the right type of love for yourself you know that you won't be jumping into anything that will be detrimental. To your health or to your growth or as I said before, you're going to ensure that you're not going to be jumping straight back to the beginning of your journey because you're you're no longer who you were back then. You see, I now know that when I jump, I know that it's for the right reasons because I took the time to do the training and to get to know the instructor as well. So as we just, just doing a quick recap, um, the first thing is, is when you're going through your, well, when I was going through my jump season, the first thing that came up was to quit overthinking by listening to those who have been where like I am and those who understand that hesitancy, or I needed to understand, sorry, that hes- hesitancy has its own consequences. Number two, I had to figure out what was making me scared of jumping. Was it an irrational fear? and What was behind all of that? Number three, I had to prepare myself to jump by surrounding myself with jumpers. I had to get around um, people who were used to jumping and listen to their stories. Number four, what was I passionate about? I had to use this as a driving force. You see, you will be so different when, after you've jumped. You will become all you need to be. And all I know is that since I jumped, I'm who I'm supposed to be and I'm where I need to be. Joyce Meyer says, do it afraid. <laughs> I can tell you that starting this podcast was very, very scary for me. I had a, bu- uh, a blog page that I'd shut down for two years, but I wanted to get it back up and running again. And I came across uh, podcasts and I thought it would be great to do both so people could choose as some be- prefer to listen and some prefer to read. You have no no idea who you're inspiring when you jump, who will you meet on your way. Who needs to see you jump and how how will you feel if you don't jump? Just remember that every flower blooms at different times. So take care, just take time with yourself, take care of yourself, love yourself and just be the best you you can be. I hope you've taken something positive from from this session as well. Um, I'm really, really enjoying doing these. <laughs> and if you do have any questions or anything, just get in contact with me. But that brings us to the end of the second session, which is Jump. And I will be back next week with the last part of all of this, which is Fly. God bless you all. I hope you have an absolutely fantastic week and I look forward to hearing from you during this time. But um, yeah, I'll be back here again next Wednesday. Much love to you all. God bless. See you next week. Bye.